guys. Welcome back. It's Alana. And Jacqueline. And we're back for another episode of Black and Yellow. Hello, y'all. Welcome back. We're talking. Why ain't you ain't married? Matrimony. <laughs> dun, 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 Yeah, but specifically, why aren't you married? And when I say you, <laughs> we're talking about Asian girls. Girl, I'm an old hag in Asianized views. to me. I know, right? It is. It's it's um it's a problem um, that Asian girls face. Well, do you want to get married? I've never really thought that like I have to get married. Okay. I've you know I've always thought I have to have a baby, but I don't have to get married. Right. And I think that definitely comes from seeing that like my mom was a single mom, she could do it all all on her own. So like I had kind of have that like if I don't get married, I could still have a baby and do it all on my own. You could totally Mindy Kaling your way through motherhood. Yeah. Through life definitely. Definitely. Uh. But I'd like to get married. Okay. So there's a big difference. I don't have to. Ah, sorry. My phone just almost slipped out. But I'd like to. Okay. Yeah. What okay. about you? Um, you know, like, I'm not. You've been with in... Dylan for like 10 years now. So yeah. You guys are technically married. January will be 11. Um, I'm not in a huge rush to get married. I don't necessarily. I've never craved to be a part of the institution of marriage. I have a lot of feelings about marriage. I think I've like aired them on the show in other episodes. Um, I think specifically within the black community, there's this message that's sent of like, do the right thing, get married, but marriage is hard. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck. Like, I don't know if I want to do it. Like, don't sell me on that sort of message. But also, too, it's like. The idea of matrimony, a lot of it is, like, imposed from religion, you know? Yeah. And, like, I... I mean, essentially, if you had a ring on your finger, you and Dylan would technically be married. Like, if you just want to, like, pretend that that's what it is. So, you, in a way, it's like... Everyone has their own views, right? I think marriage... I, I don't think I need to get married because, ultimately, I think marriage... If I had to, it was, like... Marriage, for me, is, like, the ultimate celebration of your love. Like, let me have this ceremony slash huge awesome party mm-hmm. to celebrate a big gaudy show of status and privilege yeah. and socioeconomic background exactly uh-huh. and there's something about it that's very false performative absolutely and I've never really bought into it mm-hmm. um, therefore I never thought I had to get married I think if I had to get married it would be you know just something small and simple with my closest loved ones I get that. Um, it wouldn't be in a church. Um, I would have someone like super cool and awesome ordain us, like not necessarily a pastor. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's this idea of like man and woman and the vows and forever until you die. And all of that is like just not my thing. I didn't grow up religious. Yeah. And what you just said is a very heteronormative traditional look at marriage. Yes. Which is one of my one of my gripes. Like, why does it have to be man and woman? Exactly. I don't agree with that. Like, I, we're equals. You're my partner. Totally. You and the thing is, I believe in like I like I would want to have a partner for life. For sure. And that's that's pretty. It's simple to me. For sure. You know? <laughs> I also don't like that in our Western culture, a woman's worth is directly tied to her relationship status. Yes, and she has been chosen or she has not been chosen. Right. And, I don't like that bullshit. And there is some of that in even in American culture, very strongly, where it's like she's thirty and single. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole idea of like being thirty and single, and like Insecure did a whole episode on it, or a whole season, or like you know they were like talking about it, and like you're forty and single, and like why so. 
dude, you're 50 and single. What the fuck? Yeah, when in reality, women that have are high achievers and very set and settled in their careers, they do get married. They just get married later and yeah. have stronger marriages. And also, too, this thing of like, you're not going to have a child? Well, aren't you supposed supposed to have a child and excuse me not every woman needs to have a child or wants to be a mother and that shouldn't be bad it's i don't think it's bad at all but people do think so but i think it's that very human thing of well i did it like why don't you yeah and i think a lot of it is like tradition and culture and like you said old ways of thinking that Mm -hmm. is starting to change i mean women are getting married much later Sure. Women are are having kids <laughs> much later or not having kids at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we are moving into the Aquarius age and it's going to be a lot about women. And, and hopefully with that, it balances out the statuses a little bit more. Yeah. There's also a, a, a performativeness to weddings, like specifically weddings. Yeah. That I have always had a hard time, time with wrapping my mind around and like getting down with mm. there's a performative it's like performative displays of love performative displays of beauty performative displays of heteronormative ideas of what it means to be feminine yeah all given to us by white people yeah exactly like i think if i had a, if i if i had to get married or when i do get married i think it like i would I would almost like rebel in the sense of like I would have a very different type of wedding. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like it, would, I don't it like wouldn't be fact, traditional at all. Definitely. I don't like the fact that this white racial framework is being pushed on people of other races when it comes to marriage. Yeah. Absolutely. I've also had a thing against people saying, oh, isn't she beautiful? The bride. This is the bride's special day. No one is more beautiful than the bride. Yeah, and I've always thought, wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be the prettiest I've ever been in my life on this day. Uh, Explain to me that one because I look fly as fuck 90% of my life. I don't need to be wearing a white wedding dress, which if we are getting really clear, I don't ever plan on wearing a white wedding dress. I think that shit is hokey (laughs) as fuck. What are you going to wear? I already have the color picked out. My boyfriend Uh listens to the show. If we get married, I'm not going to bust that bubble for him, but it's not going to be white. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I've uh-huh. always scoffed at the idea of a white dress. That is yeah. so stupid unless you are actually a virgin. Right. Unless you are actually a virgin, I understand yes. it. <laughs> yes. But how many women getting married today are actual virgins? Why do I have to put on a white wedding dress I know. and approach you down the aisle? Why do I have to put on a garment yeah. that says, I yeah. saved myself yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. pure for right, you. So- right. No. Yeah. No, I've right. been in a lot of relationships. Right. I'm certainly not a virgin. Yeah. And I'm not going to p- play up this stupid charade no. of. I'm, I saved myself for you and all this purity mumbo jumbo gobbledygook. Yeah. When I don't agree with that. Yeah. Same. I think, yeah, I think I would challenge myself to be really creative and do something very different because I just, because, because, like, mm-hmm. that's just it, you know? And I wasn't religious. I've never been religious. And I've haven't, I've been to weddings, but I haven't been to too many. And so, Absolutely. I completely agree. There's just like, it feels kind of fake sometimes too. Yeah. And I think that the religious element can sometimes warp it. Um, Yeah, for sure. We were talking off air and prep for this show. I, huh, I have a troubled relationship with a particular cousin of mine Mm. who I was forced to attend her wedding and witness a faulty marriage that we knew when I say we, I mean, my family knew was never going to last and was Uh, never going to be beneficial uh and was never going to be anything 
right um, because she was pregnant. And in black culture... Yeah, that happened to my cousin, too. That's just, quote, what you do. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, you, yeah. You know, if you're pregnant, you, you get married, you get married mm-hmm. because that's just the thing to do. And, and everyone think, is talking behind their backs at the wedding. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being a teenager about 14, 15, and thinking two very distinct thoughts. A, why are we showing this fake display of marriage and love to impressionable young teenagers, myself and my younger cousin? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we have to bear witness to this bullshit? Yeah. And the answer is because it's your family. It's just what you do. Yeah. Which to me is unhealthy and is not a smart thing to project to young kids. No, not at all. But secondly... That event lacked so much honesty and so much reality for me mm. that I think it warped my idea of marriage because in order I was maybe How old I was were you? I was fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh, okay. And very vocal about the fact that like this marriage is a sham. Right, right, right. Very right, vocal right. about the fact that like I don't I don't want to be here. I don't support this. Yeah. This is bullshit. And what did your mom say to that? Just girl, just put your head down and be quiet. It's your dad's family and like your family. And like but and like but that's a very common refrain in black culture. It's just yeah. like, oh, it's family, it's just what yeah. you do. And yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. That has had a lasting effect on me. Interesting. Well, like, I mean, I'm glad you know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Cause that might not be that that definitely isn't your truth. No. So it shouldn't rule you. Right. But I'm always yeah. I've always been a bit of a contrarian. Mm. Maybe that could also inform the reason why I'm not married eleven years or close to eleven years deep into a relationship. Right, right. It's like, oh well people get married after two years, but look at me. Like my relationship is eleven years deep and like we're great. <laughs> We're awesome. Spend, spend your life together. We've already built one. Like, where are y'all at? Y'all are planning this expensive fucking wedding, and then what? You have no money to buy a home? Oh, How God. does that make any sense? I love you. Oh, this is life. Oh, I my God. You. My strong views yeah. of marriage. I'm sorry. I really no, just hijacked. Don't be sorry. What we're here to talk no, about. No, no. This is all part of it. <sighs> Throw let it, it back out. over to you, girl. girl. Let, let it out. <laughs> I can go on forever, it's like but that is not why we are here. We, yep. should have, we should have an episode just called Why Alana, what Alana thinks about marriage. <laughs> that would be like a three-part episode. I'm so It'll just be you. Voice. I'm like, I'll like Ranting eating snacks. and rave like a <laughs> lunatic. Hey, I'll listen to you. I'll listen to you any day. Thank you. You're but again, welcome. not why we're here. Jackie, I'm kicking it to you. Uh, Okay, well, we're here to talk about why Asian girls have the ginormous pressure of getting married preferably before 25 and i'm 26 so and why that age um i have i'm sure it has to do definitely with history um i just feel like somewhere along the lines of like if we want to be more modern about it it's like you finish college around 21 yeah and then generally it's like most people find someone in college or around college you oh. know oh and so it just makes sense to get married like two or three years after college, after you've been together, Hmm. after you've... Which is, like, sometimes kind of, like, a Western thing, too, I've noticed, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's definitely history. Um, When there was the longest periods of war Mm -hmm. in um, the Wei and the Jin dynasty, um, there was a lot of war and social instability. So oh. a large numbers of population died because of war and famine. Ah. And so um, 
as a result of that, you know, the legal age to marry was 15 for men and 13 years old for women. Because it marriage. Yeah. So then, you know, there was um, essentially like a legislative regulation that had like introduced were introduced was introduced by the government to force people to marry early so arranged marriages or fixed marriages were a thing constantly yeah my mom's first marriage was arranged whoa and i didn't i found that out when i was like 12 i was shocked she never had told me yeah was she like did her and the guy have chemistry i get that it was arranged but um i remember her telling me was like she thought he was handsome and she thought he was like okay and cool and i think he like helped her oh he cooked too i think that was important for her something but she had no choice she was gonna get married to him regardless or not they had chemistry got it no right i'm just wondering maybe like it was an arranged marriage but the happy upside is they had some chemistry like oh that's what i was more she said he wasn't like terrible because i was like my first go-to was like what happened were you guys okay was he an asshole like all this stuff but i think they were married for a year mm-hmm. and then they split up after that that blows my mind that my mom had an arranged marriage That's like nuts. what a different life from her life in my life i mean yeah because she was born in the my so mom was born archaic. in the 60s like that's not too far it's, yeah it's, it's the not. 60s it's mean which means she got had an arranged marriage when in the 70s, mm-hmm. when she was like 18, so almost the 80s. That's, she, that's in Taiwan. Crazy. She had an arranged marriage in the 80s. Whoa. That's nuts. But I mean, hearing that history, it makes sense because marriage provides a social yes, a social structure, structure and a social yep. foundation. And essentially, it's, you know, it, it then ties into economy. Got it. And labor and right. all the stuff that is is necessary to run a country. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so um, you know, even I think incentives were even given to families with more women because of that. Um, so women were essentially viewed as property. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so um, it says here, I'm um, just this like really good article about ancient China and like the the history of I guess like being married. Um, so it was difficult for men to find partners to marry because there was a shortage of women as well as a result of that because oh um, curveball yeah because a lot of women were also dying because they were giving birth so early and sometimes when you get married at so young you're not fertile. Right, oh. and so the average age I think back then for women um, was until twenty five. Oh, ranged from twenty two to thirty five, hmm. which is like us almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, so um, you know, there's a lot of history that is still ruling and running that mentality. Right. Um, I've had friends that are from China that go back to China and they don't ask them about job or career or how they're doing or if they're happy or how they're creating their awesome here, their life here in California. (laughs) The first thing they ask is, are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? And a lot of Asian girls go through this where they go to family gatherings and the first thing they ask is, are you married? When are you getting married? But they don't ask the brother that. Well, of course not. Yeah. Of it's course, just not. not a thing. Um, Interesting, but it, so it's sort of like what we were talking about in our spanking episode, where it's a learned thing. Yeah, and then it's sort of just it's like the standard, right? You know? um, right. I think too, people needed to get married 
early and then essentially like they needed to have kids because they needed the kids to replace themselves because you would die so soon so if you oh, died whoa. yeah like if you died by like let's say 35 or 45 if you're a man i don't know it doesn't say here but i'm just speculating that maybe men lived longer than women because they didn't have to give birth um your your son or your daughter might already be like 18 hmm. or 16 and then they could run the farm and because back then it was like People had to have big properties because people it was attend that property. Exactly. So you need to have a lot of kids. Got it. Um, I never thought of Asian families as being particularly large. No, but Are I they? think no, they're not, especially with the one child rule in China. Um, Got it. Because that's obviously the way to control population. But I think where it stems from mm-hmm. is like the, the reason behind this whole idea of get married and have kids. For Got women it. and consistently and over and over and over again. Like, Got it. like that that thing of like get married and have kids hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. And it comes from, you know, war, war times. Because yeah. you needed to because in order for you to survive, you had to have kids. In order for you to survive, you had to get married. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter. Love and chemistry didn't matter. You took the question right out of my brain. Is like, how many of these weddings and relationships were built on love? None. Zero. Zilch. It was a business transaction. Well, how many are now? More. uh, Way more. Okay. Still not enough. I'm sure a lot of people in China get married for, like, status, social economic reasons, survival. Well, you know, you're single. I'm single. We're a little bit older. Our families like each other. Let's get married. Like, that is still a thing. Which isn't um, too crazy to me. It isn't. Or it's like, you know, I'm already 30 and I should have a kid and this man's interested in me. And okay, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have anyone else and I need to get married. And if me getting married is going to allow me to have a better life and I can get past maybe not necessarily being in love with him, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to get married. Like, But even if, like, like I, I actually understand a lot of what you're saying and I think we in the United States are bought and sold on this idea of happily ever after. Oh, a white picket fence. The white picket fence and the happily ever after. dream that's sold to you. Yeah, and we, exactly. And we don't stop and recognize that there are other ways to To have a successful union and to get there. Yeah, and it takes, there's no one way again. It could be two people that are like, we're cool, we work well together, we don't hate each other. Yeah. But make it work. We're gonna make it work. We want to have kids. I as a woman ain't getting any younger, yeah. and you want to settle down. So right. like, let's make this work. Yeah. And we don't hear nearly enough of that perspective. No. no. I th- I think to a certain level that's kind of taboo. Like, is it a little bit? Like, like I, I'm I'm coming from the point of like Western culture or this idea of like wait. But where's the love? Right. You know? And, like, how could you live with someone and have a child with someone that you don't love? And I guess I'm more coming at it from an individual's right to choose. Yeah, totally. Because, again, like, I'm stepping out of that model of happily ever after romance. Yeah, yeah, And I'm more stepping into the model. It doesn't exist. Well, it doesn't, but... Lord have mercy with weddings and shit. People yeah. love to believe that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they do. It's like no, a princess dress. And you then, look dumb. And then the divorce rates have been higher than ever. Right. So. Absolutely. What's going on here? Right. Why, and I don't understand why we don't give credit to those couples that might not be madly in love. Maybe they have a really yeah. nice rapport and yeah, they like to totally. work together and they, yeah. you know, they've been friends for years. And yeah. like, we don't give those kind of couples enough, enough 
credit. Because I think people get really judgmental and critical and mm-hmm. will say, like, well, what we'll was scoffing and how could they and how dare they and how is she like, I can't believe her, blah, blah. When they themselves either don't have anything or right. maybe they feel like they have more of a right to be that way because they have, like, a wonderful union between them and their partner. But everyone's different, you know? Definitely. And so... I, I what it what what it does come down to is like essentially it's like what are, what is your value for me and what is my value for you and if that can ha- reach a common ground and we can compromise and listen to each other and be respectful enough mm-hmm. th- and last through our years then I think it's really important for anyone to have a companion definitely you know? especially as that's you get older. the word it's not love it's companionship yeah and, and why don't we give companionship the respect that it deserves exactly yeah I completely agree so you know th- there is some of that I. Th- think with maybe some women that my generation essentially is like rebelling because it's like well I've been fed this this idea of like well I need to like the man and love the man and yeah. now with like tinder and you know these apps that allow you to find and meet people faster um, and everyone's got bigger better deal syndrome because that's what those apps allow it's like yep. what's around the corner can't get yep. too attached to this one the next swipe might be the guy for yeah. me or you know if there's like 20 guys hitting you up then you might feel amazing and awesome and good but like that's all not really true you know? I don't know that feeling is foreign to me because I've never done online dating before I've never either oh, okay but like the idea of like all these guys like hitting you up mm. you I mean just put yourself in that place might feel really good even though yeah you know it's like this like ooh ah this thing of like like you said, what's the next new thing? Right. And yeah. It's funny because it's like you find a lot of women and a lot a lot of Asian women too, like craving and wanting that stability mm-hmm. and like wanting a partner and knowing that that's the right thing. But then the way they run their lives and what they're doing isn't in alignment with that. Interesting. Um, so it's tough because then you have this added pressure of your family and there's, you know, things of like things of like, you know, parents and grandparents saying they they'll they'll never be happy until they see you get married like that's That's very weirdly guilt trippy and that's asian culture Mm. asian guilt oh we need to have an episode on asian guilt do we have an episode on asian guilt we do not have an episode on asian guilt i mean it's everywhere italians jewish russian that like like asian like asian guilt like that guilt from like nonas and like abuelitas are like are are big and from parents and asians feel it like Mm -hmm. a lot um so you know i think um back then from the point of like government Mm -hmm. and from the point of individual your like your own individual self during those times it was beneficial and it was like necessary to marry early and have kids early and i think so i think that is still alive and well and Mm -hmm. like living through people whereas the surroundings have definitely changed. Like we're not we're not in war times anymore. No, you know there's there's plenty of other um, ways to meet people. There's um, a lot better technology that allow you to live a lot longer. Life expectancy has almost doubled, yeah, maybe even tripled within the next year. So, yep. you know it, it, it's it's culture too. And so, how do you find that balance when every time you go to a family gathering? The only thing people ask you is, why aren't you married yet? And when you're going to have kids? When you maybe deep down inside don't want to have kids, you know? Yeah. It's tough. And so, and I'm sure there come, there's a lot of guilt and pressure to get married. 
I've heard some of my Asian girlfriends just be like, oh, my mom asked me to get married. Like, my mom asked me when I'm getting married, when I'm, like, working on my, like, I'm setting up my life to, like, become a successful entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, her mom is, in her eyes, can only see her daughter being successful as getting married. Got it. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's surprising to me because I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, when we were talking off air about this very subject, you had sort of alluded to the fact that... some Asian women work and some Asian women don't. Does that have, like, does that play into it, too? You mean, like, just, like, as far as having a career and wanting a career and wanting yeah. to work? Yeah, yeah. Like, is, is the, the the yearn for a career for Asian women universal? No. As mu- Okay. That's a Western thing. Got it. For sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I I'm sure that's a Western thing, but also it's becoming more and more of a thing in China. Okay. Like, I've read many articles of how even Chinese women in China are going to the city to go work and are becoming entrepreneurs and CEOs. And that is this whole like movement of women in general all over the place. You yeah. know, that's like you, now you're seeing it in, you know, every, like Taiwan has a female president, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like who's never had kids, you know, things like that. Oh, yeah. That. She's never had kids. Um, How do the Taiwanese feel about that? Cause that to me seems like it would be very, yeah. I think there's some people who like really admire that and like can see like, Oh, that's awesome. That's why she's the president. And I think some people don't trust her because mm-hmm. if you haven't had kids and you don't know how to run like your kids and your life and your household, how do you like run a country? I can see that that aspect too of like really old yes. mentality, you know. I suppose. Um, so I think because of that new philosophy and that new way of like mm-hmm. people don't need to have kids to survive. All you need is yourself. Ah, got it. You can okay. go and work, and then upon top of that, your work is fulfilling, mm-hmm. and you can go into the city and live by yourself and have drinks and not feel the pressure of being married, and got that it. all your worth is a all your worth is acquitted to being married and having kids that's no longer true right to like modern day women like me right. all over the world right i think like me and you you know totally but in the, the culture and in you know parents and grandparents eyes that's still not very true so that's where the clash comes from got it and how do you overcome that clash like what's happening in households to I guess, marry the two views? Well, that's tough. I think that's ironic. Um, oh. No pun intended. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> A little late there. That was not, that was not planned. I know. I got it now. Got it. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest, because I I have, like, a very, personally, I have a very even pull to become, to have a career mm-hmm. and to be a mother, like those are very strong in me, both equal. Right. So I've never had to really struggle. I've I've struggled in like, do I have a baby first or do I pursue my career first or do I do both? And apparently it's both right now. Um, um there's a lot of I think Asian women that are are supposed to be housewives. Like like their parents won't value their career because they built their life on being a housewife. So what you should do is Got also it. be a housewife. And the fact that you're not a housewife in my eyes is really disrespectful and really like embarrassing for them. Hmm. You know? <coughs> um and there are some women who only want to be housewives but now are living in a society where a woman having a career is also respected by society. Yeah. So I don't know how you would marry the both. I think you have to just be true to yourself. Do Asian women believe in the idea of like a stay-at-home mom as their job? You know how white mm-hmm. women are like, oh, I don't have a career, but I have a job. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. 
That's Got definitely it. a thing, and I think some women really pride themselves and are really okay with that. Got it. Yeah, it's a very, still very patriarchal society, you know. So the men work, and the women clean and cook, and hmm. that's okay. But then the man can maybe do like other things, and the woman can't. I think one of the other gripes that I've had with marriage in our Western culture is that it feels like we raise our women to be housewives or to be wives, mothers, mm-hmm. homemakers, not necessarily housewives. Um, but we we raise we teach our young girls to be those roles. Yeah. Whereas we don't teach our young boys to be fathers. and husbands they don't teach them how to sew how to clean how to cook right we teach our young boys to be men yeah but we teach our young boys to be men through whoever through whatever fucked up masculine discourse the person who was raising this boy it's messed up on the other hand is masculine and thinks is being a man yes complete like that was my thing when i had like well when little girls growing up always like want to be princesses and be saved but why men don't want to be princes right what is that all about yeah right right and a lot of that's our fault yes we don't teach our young boys those same lessons that we're teaching our young girls in terms of being great partners Uh being team players in a healthy union we don't necessarily teach our young boys that but that's expected of women yeah Right. Same. I completely agree. I mean, I'm sure some men nowadays, it, it's like it's like that whole, I'm sure there's a lot of articles on this, but like who pays the bill at the end of the night? I'm sure some men are like, yo, I don't always have to be paying the bill. But like if you're making more money, do you? Or, hmm. you know, does a woman feel offended when the man pays the bill because now she's working and she wants to be her own woman. And so let's split the bill on the first date. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things that go into just that one simple thing because of like what's happening in society, like and socioeconomically wise. I like I completely see how the tides are, are like there's a lot of like, oh, like I've heard stories that's about stay at home dads. And they're Which I think is great. Yeah, I think it's great too. I think they're perfectly happy and fulfilled to be a dad. And I think we we forget to like I had this moment, this aha moment too, when I was talking to like my best friend and her boyfriend at that time. They're no longer together. But I never had this thought. I was talking to them because they were going to do long distance and mm. she was in medical school and they were going to be separate and like what was their plan? And he told me he was like, "Well, really?" He was like, "I would just love to be a stay-at-home dad." And she could go and work. And, like, we don't even give, like, I never even thought about, like, maybe some. We don't give that space to men No, we don't. You know, we we demand and only allow them to be hard and hardworking and bring home the bacon and bring home the bed and not emotional and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm sure a lot of men are like, hey, like, I have desires to just clean and cook too like right. what's what's that all about right. you know so i think that's also changing which is super awesome totally or at least more accepted right but for every like handful of house husbands house or a handful of guys that let crave that house husband lifestyle there's a multitude of women who have been taught to be housewives yes do you know what i mean yeah like and that's more the so gap mm-hmm. exists for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think if we're just if we're putting it just in terms of black culture specifically a lot of the narratives that black women get fed is if you want to have a successful marriage relationship and when i say marriage or relationship i mean heterosexual like yeah. a totally heteronormative right. union. Um, you can't be bigger than the man. 
Like you, your achievements cannot eclipse. Oh yes, yes, him. yes, yes. If yes. you want to be in a successful union, yes. it doesn't really matter what your professional achievements are. Yes, it doesn't really matter what your life achievements are. Mm-hmm. You never want to make him feel emasculated. Right. You if can't have making... too many opinions because then that means that you're a mouthy woman yes. and you'll never get married. Yes, yes, and all, yeah, all of that. So. Yeah, and we get fed that sort of information from a very young mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. which I think is also maybe why I decided to date white. Oh. Because there's less of that threat that feels like it exists. Right. So like if you if he's making a hundred thousand dollars, there's no way you could be making hundred and ten. You know? Like Ah uh, maybe yes, like, maybe no. It's like the, the idea of like diminishing yourself ultimately yes. is like what really bothers me. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. why do I have to make myself smaller to serve his fragile male ego, yeah. which because of the way that our society is set up, the fact that we women have to watch out for a quote, fragile male ego, but he's not watching out for our female ego, right. fragile or not, is yeah. another problematic thing but, for me. And that's also something that we're taught, that we have to be sensitive to everyone else's needs mm-hmm. more than ourselves. Definitely. That is definitely a woman thing in general. For sure. You know? And then if I don't agree with that, then I have to put in the extra effort of unlearning Mm -hmm. all of those, uh, I guess, habits that I've learned. I guess if you want to call it habits loosely. Or I think this idea of like, if I am this way and I really feel strongly to be this way and this is my authentic self, Mm -hmm. that I have, that I'm doomed to never find a partner. Yeah. That's the other you know, thing. And that's like, for sure. What? For sure. Because at least in the black community, women are outpacing men at a, a very huge rate when it comes to post-secondary education, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it comes to women starting their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Black women are leading the pack in terms of entrepreneurs starting and continuing successful businesses. Uh-huh. Education-wise, higher for, education. Absolutely. And yeah. I think I think the statistic was for every 100 black women, there are 83 black men. For whatever reason, whether these black men don't uh, fit the 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 boxes that we need checked, I'm saying Uh that loosely because everyone woman has a different standard, right? Whether our men are being incarcerated, Mm -hmm. whether our men are just simply absent, meaning they're maybe like addicted, yeah, 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 or something other than that. Yeah, I just I think that black women are often fed the narrative that. If you want all of this in a guy, then you're going to have to either lower yourself and diminish yourself uh-huh. in order to get it uh-huh, uh-huh. or live with the fact that you're going to have to date outside of your race mm-hmm. if you want all of your boxes to be checked. And possibly deal with all of that that uh, that comes with dealing someone out of your race. Totally. Yeah. And I've heard from my black girlfriends that dating as a black woman is, is a uniquely difficult and horrible experience. Wow. Because they're already up against a ton a of ton, stereotypes. I'm sure. Whether it's loud, mouthy, over-opinionated, yeah. prudish, but yet yeah. at the same time, hypersexual. Yeah. Uh, only focused on career and ambition. Not fun. Not flirty enough. Not mm. warm enough. Mm. Like, I can't imagine having to rage against all of these stereotypes that exist while simply just trying to, like, find love. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's difficult. Uh, I don't think dating is easy Mm -mm. or fun even on that matter. I don't miss it. It takes a certain amount of work and consistent, like, perseverance to fight for your beliefs and being authentic and... 
when things don't work out or you're meeting people that continuously either offend or don't stand alongside the same principles that you do, it yeah. can get really tiring. And I can see how people can really lose faith. Um, or, you know, with Asian girls, this idea that you have to marry. So then what if you're dating someone that maybe you don't really love? Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm, we're being like devil's advocate here. But if you're 21, you should really be with someone that you love because you have. And if you don't love them, then get out of it because you have time mm -hmm. to like figure out yourself and what you want. And we're fed this idea that this idea, too, of like we must settle essentially yeah, like as a young I girl i understand saying. maybe settling when you're older you've had kids you just want a companion you're you're okay you know the sex isn't that important you've you're okay with just being with someone that's going to be your friend for the rest of your life whatever that is right mm -hmm. you find everyone finds their own way but i think some some women and some girls asian tend or, or tend to like really sleep around and like always think that that guy's the one you know? Oh, really? And then and then be like, find out that he's not, and then be like completely heartbroken. Got it. Because it's like this pressure of like you must get married. You must get, so this the next this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. And then it like falls apart, and it's like what? Huh? Oh my god! But and then also pushing marriage on someone so young. I was a vastly different person at 21 than I was at 25 than I am now at 31. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also think about that. Like, mm -hmm. if, we're, if you're pushing marriage on young girls at 21, between 21 and 25, but by the time they're 30. They're a different, different people. No life experience, too, at 21. Yeah, and yeah. you have no perspective. Mm -mm. Like, what's the view of divorce in Asian culture? Like, uh, is divorce shunned? Yeah, you not? it is. So then you're trapped, yeah. basically. So what you're Classic. telling me is you're trapped. Classic story. Yeah, a lot of Asian women are trapped. A lot of Asian men are trapped. But then where's the happiness? Dude, where's the joy? Tell me about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where is that? And it's then? like, fight for your happiness. <laughs> fight for your joy. Choose it. Right. Choose it and do whatever it's going to take for you to get your happy. Right. But, you know, with all of that being said, like, I know so many, so many, so many. Can I say that one more time? So many. So many Chinese couples, first generation, immigrated. I don't know about second generation, because maybe they're a little younger, that are very unhappy in their marriages. Well, yeah, because it sounds like this thing is pushed upon you. You got to do it and do it soon. I'm sure a lot of people get it done so as to not be tormented about it. Right. So as to not... Or it's like you did the marriage thing when you're young, and then now you have the kids, and now because the kids, and you're older, and it's just like, nah, not going to divorce. Like, I'll just live with this man for the rest of my life, and I'll be fine. And it's like, great. But if you're not happy, like, get out of it, you know? Because right. you owe it to your soul. You owe it to your spirit is what I believe. I'd rather you be single. Yeah, but I wonder if that's like a first world American oh, mentality. Probably. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. Because that, like, hurts my heart. Because, like, what would you look up at 40 and you're like, I know. oh, God, I'm married to this jabroni. I'm like, <laughs> ugh. I hate being a mom and everyone wants to be a mom. And now I'm a mom and I'm married to this dude. And, like, and he's what? fat and I'm fat. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, get, let's, let's add another layer of depression there. I'm just thinking of, like, how that narrative then continues. Where does it go from there? Well, a lot of it, too, is, like, I think it's, like, what did you, if, for example, if they had kids, what did your teacher daughter that? Because then that's how you perpetuate the cycle. Because then your daughter probably didn't grow up seeing a lot of love in your house. Your daughter, right. like, I've asked some Asian girls, like, did you ever see your parents kiss growing up? Never. Never saw their parents kiss. That never, is crazy never saw their me. Never saw their parents hug or be physical. Never. 
You know, and I'm like, huh? We've said on this show that like Asian people are across the board pretty unaffectionate. Right, right. Um, so then they, the way they are with certain men is like problematic because maybe they're not physical with their partners when they have to be. And right. maybe they're not very loving when they have to be because they didn't have that example. Right. You know? And so it's like because of these standards and ideals and societies and all the stuff that comes with being having to be married or what it's like to find a partner and the kind of partner that you have. And then if you do have kids, what is it that you're che- teaching those kids? Like you see the same result in men and their sons, I believe, of like – you see all of a sudden a man dating, like, a woman who's, like, very much like his mom. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after three years, they break up. and Or, like, I've had a lot of, like, friends date, like, guy friends date, like, start dating this girl. And I'm like, she's kind of like your mother. Like, what's that all about, you know? Because it's familiar. It is. And, and then it doesn't work out. And then they're bummed and sad. And it's like, well, here you go all over again, mm-hmm. you know? Shock and awe. So really, I would say, like, essentially, maybe, like, my call to action of that would be, like, really take the time to learn who you are and what you are. And if you do have to learn that through relationships by getting with someone and breaking up, then you do. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know the way. But I guess never stop looking and searching for who you really are and what you really want within yourself. Mm -hmm. No one is going to be able to give that to you. Yeah. You know, it's going to, it's a fallacy, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a kid or if that guy is a millionaire, like, or if you think that all is hopes and dreams, you know, like it's you and you alone. Mm -hmm. And if you can find someone who's also doing that with themselves and you could, you two can come together. I think that is probably ideal, but that takes time and a lot of pain and effort that, with culture combined, it's 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 easy to overlook and it's easy to get stuck in the ways of just living and mortgage and job and benefits, you know? Right. And so it's funny, like this episode started out of like why Asian girls are pressured to get married so soon, which I went into, but it's somehow ending with the message of like be true to yourself. And if being true to yourself means letting those people and at every holiday party, at every birthday, every auntie and uncle saying, why aren't you married? You're an old hag. Like, if being true to yourself is letting those people say that to you for the rest of your life, then do it. Because it's not worth giving in to the traditions and the societal norms and sacrificing yourself and your life. And and then beating yourself. Because I know there's a lot of Asian girls who beat themselves up of like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I'm not married yet. Like, my mom expects that of me so much. And, and it's like, work on letting that go. Because that is not your truth. That is maybe obviously your mom's truth. But, you know. Yeah. See, I would say to that girl, I would ask that girl who her friends are. And I would say, do they all look like you and have the same beliefs? Right. Then you need to vary that. Mm-hmm. Get some different opinions in your life. Get mm-hmm. some different perspectives that are that, not the perspectives of people that you right. were raised around or that are familiar to you. That helps I think that a lot. When you know more, you grow more. Totally. Because my call to action for this is like, don't buy into the marriage hype. Yeah. To me, marriage is like college. College yeah. is not for everyone, and neither is marriage. <laughs> and neither is parenthood. You should have a shirt. College isn't for everyone, and neither is marriage. College, I'm just saying. Like, No, it's great. I I'm, love it. And, and to be I honest love that with philosophy. you, there's a, a part of me that's like, yo, fuck those people. Yeah. I mean, I realize that's totally un-Asian. <laughs> yeah. And I get that that's totally... But, but that's kind of what I'm saying, too, like on a deeper level. It's yeah. Like, fuck those fuck people. Fuck those people and do you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I not married? Why are you still alive? Yeah. Like, I, are we playing the awkward and uncomfortable questions game? Right, Like, right. when I'm married, great. When yeah. I'm not, 
great. I'll I'll still be a whole full adult. Yeah. Still, and I'll probably be happier because right. I don't have to deal with someone else's bullshit. Yeah, totally. I completely agree. That's, yeah. That that that's like a, a through line for like in general for all humans that are dealing with this type of like love connection partner thing and and I think like you said it's good to have a circle of people that you love around you that mm-hmm. are from different parts of your life different areas different races different ethnicities and yeah. go to them go to them you know for that Yeah stuff. for sure I think that if we I think it's really tempting to just make your inner circle people that look and think like you because it's familiar and it's easy. Yeah, I yeah. think also when it comes to Asian Americans, that's especially yeah, they tricky like, to they do. Like, sometimes I feel like in general, if you as an Asian American wasn't, you weren't like born or lived in an area with different races, mm-hmm. um, it's a little easier or maybe scary sometimes in Los Angeles because we have such a big pocket of Asians that I feel like they kind of band together and don't like, get out of that bubble. Well, I'm sure part of that is survival. Part of that is familiarity. Yeah, part of totally. that is... Like, same, with, yeah. like, same with Mexicans and black people. For you sure. Know? But it, it it does help having, you know, a different types of races of friends mm-hmm. to just give you a different perspective. Yeah, Because totally. their culture is very different and similar in many ways, as yeah. you and I have both found out. But also, if you know different perspectives, then it's easier to cope Yeah, when those sorts of questions are asked, I when agree. those sorts of... Totally. Uh, uncomfortable situations Arise. present themselves. Yeah, same. I totally agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Anyways, that's our guys, show, guys. If, if you're married or you're not married. Or you're never going to get married. We want to hear about yeah. it. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Um, hit us up. We are on Spotify. We are on IG Apple. at mm-hmm. Black and Yellow Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, it's okay. I'm just letting you guys all know that we're also on Apple Podcast. We are the Black and Yellow Podcast. Mm-hmm. Feel free to rate and review us while we're there. It helps yeah. to, uh, for us to garner sponsorship to bring you more lovely content. Mm-hmm. This episode was brought to you by Christian Zeitheis. I'm Alana Webster. You can find me at on the gram at Renegade of Fun. I'm Jacqueline Chun Young on the gram. And that is our episode, guys. We hope you liked it. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.